free Larry Nance. Let's start it. Let's start start the hashtag free Larry Nance. Um, get it going viral. Get get it going viral. We'll get it over there on Sealy Talk Sport. We'll get it definitely out on uh, on Fifth and Dribble as well. And let's let's get Larry Nance out of Portland because that man he deserves somewhere where he's going to win. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. For sure. I, I hope to see a statue in, in Portland before he goes. Yeah. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. It was better than Leo. What can I say? And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You're with your boy, Matt, and ringing for today, a better looking version than him, Benny from Sealy Talk Sport. Filling in for Locke. How are you, my friend? Yeah, good. Shit. What a compliment. Cheers for that, mate. What a way to kick her off. Oh, right. Of you've seen, fella. He's you've away, seen but... Locke's head, mate. He looks like he's been hit with a frying pan. So, Oh, and some of the takes he's got. We'll miss his hot takes for sure, but hopefully he's enjoying his weekend away anyway. Okay, sorry to everybody listening. Um, I live near a hospital and I think a helicopter has just gone over. So uh, prepare your earphones for that one. But um, yeah, we, we will miss the big fella. Um, he won't miss us. I know for, for a fact right now he's on a wine tour Ooh. and uh, he is getting silly on the Pinots. So um, yeah, good. Shout out shout out to the big man. Uh, hopefully he's listening. Oh, and uh, we'll try and do Larry Nance Jr. some justice in this one. That's tough, but we'll give it a crack. We will give it a crack. All right, my friend. Well, uh, how's everything going for you over in uh, over the pond, mate? You look like you're doing doing pretty well. Yeah, no, everything's going good, eh? Um, yeah, we, we had like our Freedom Day the other day, so we've Lovely. been out and about a bit. Nothing tastes better than a bit of a tap beer, eh? So it's good How to good. get out out and amongst it, see your mates again, and then. Yeah, everything kind of podcast-wise is going good. Been jumping on some radio stations over here and stuff. So, yeah, it's all good fun, eh? Very good. Lovely, lovely. But we love seeing the stuff that you're throwing up. So uh, keep, Likewise, keep it going. Bro. Keep Likewise. it going. Uh, all right. So, guys, today we're going to we're gonna run a little NBA. We might run a little NRL, but uh, I think I think we'll probably stick to the NBA. Like, it's, it's pretty deep in the NBA season right now. Um, the beauty of getting Benny on is uh, if for those astute listeners that remember, Benny came on and he, uh, he helped us with the uh, award predictions and whatnot. So we're going to see how we're going about a quarter of the season in. Um, so let's, uh, let's just rip and tear, my friend. Let's get right into it. So MVP, I had uh, Giannis. Yep. Lachlan had Steph. And you, my friend, had Luka Doncic. How would you, how'd you rate that? Do you, do you stand by the Luka call? No, I don't. No. Unfortunately, uh, he, like when you look at his stats, 25, 8, and 8, you think he'd be right in the mix. But yep. when you look to dive deeper into it, Dallas has the worst D in the league when he's on the floor. Yeah. Um, and they've been outscored by 110 points in total when he's on the floor as well. So look at the time. man doing his research. He's already been oh, on Lachlan. Far oh, out. I've been, I've been copping it about the Luca calls. So I've had to come <laughs> ready, armed up. My mates have been at me all day, but I am a Luca fan, but like Dallas have been going surprisingly quite well as well, but I think yeah. that's more on the Pazinga side of things than anything. Bro, so. he, him staying on the floor, funnily enough, all the analysts that said, hey, if he stays on the floor, they'll be great. Hey, he has stayed on the floor and they've been great. That's a hot take. <laughs> that's a hot take. But yeah, I, I don't think Luca's in the mix. I don't think he's even in that like top five at the nah. moment for me. Like Some outstanding performances so far, to be honest. I think yourself and Locke, probably Locke even with the with the mm. carry call. 
I, yeah. I think he'd, he'd be where I'd be putting my money. But Giannis, man, the silent achiever, like I feel like he's coming. Team is just climbing, eh? And like Giannis, 27, 11, and 6, couple blocks, and now Lopez is out. Like that's only mm. going to raise his defensive ceiling. So what do you I'd think be... about that? How many how many headlines have we had with Giannis this year? And the Manum's putting up 27, 11, and 6. Yeah, he's, and, like and he's found a three-point shot. Like, it's reliable. You have to guard him now. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's disgusting that it feels like no one's talking about him. No one's talking about the Bucs. Don't even get me started on Phoenix. No one's talking about them either. But yeah. it it's, you know, it's tough to it's tough to see. But when you got dudes like Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things, like, oh, it's beautiful to watch. Oh, it's madness. Hey? Like, that is basketball at its finest, really. And I 100%. think Steph's a player, like, everyone can relate to. You know, he's not yeah. like this freakish seven foot wingspan kind of guy. He's just like a sharpshooter. And I don't know if it's just me, but he, he seems to have stepped up that entertainment factor a little over yeah. the past couple of years. Eh? Like he's really yep. playing up to it and it's just fun to watch. Adds another element. And boy, yeah. when they get clay back in the mix. Oh, forget about it. You see him, you see him uh, warming up in, in full kit in chase yesterday. Oh looks man. Looks good to go away. Eh? But I, I understand the hesitancy and like, Obviously, you don't want to lose him early, but even videos of him, like they're playing games in the G League trainings and he's just yep. pulling up, hitting threes. Like his shot is just so beautiful. I can't wait to see him out there. He's a freak. And the thing that I love about Clay that we, I think we've all only really noticed this year is he's got that bit of dog in him that he, yeah. he wants to prove that he should have been in that 75. Like, but a man that wears number 77 in training. For, for the week after, sure, it's a bit of a laugh, but it is now, what, six, seven weeks later, and he is yes. still wearing number 77 oh. in training. Yes. It's staring him in the face. He fucking he, wants it bad. He, he played it off as a piss take, but deep down he was pretty cut. But that list Bro, as well, like I spoke about it with my mate, like interest, like the fact that people can't be replaced from the previous list, that just – Right. Yeah, they, they should have been, they like been like cut. A, like an up and down thing. Cause like, mm. like we love ball, but some of those guys on that list from way back in the day, like the only reason I know them is NBA 2K, my team. That's yeah. it. That's the only yeah. reason I know those names. I wouldn't know them otherwise. Exactly. They, they release a diamond with this man on here, Hal Greer. I'm like, who the fuck is Hal Greer? What do you mean? Ends up being your go-to guy. Yeah, but, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, for, but for the MVP for me, I, I think it's what Curry one, Giannis two. I'll probably have KD mm. and then like Joker and, and a bit of a Smokey and LaMelo ball. Eh? I've been so oh, impressed. Yes. Yeah. I love oh. that. Yeah. If, if Jar didn't go down, I think he would be a smoky as well. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, you know, teetering with most improved as well, yeah. but, um, time. but yeah, Lamelo, Lamelo, that's a really good shout. I mean, that Charlotte team, they are, they are so fun to fucking watch. So yeah, fun to watch. I see today though, COVID a eh, run rampant. Oh, has it, has it come through? I haven't, I haven't been on it today. Yeah, Lamello, Terry Rozier, and two others who they haven't named are all out for 10 days. So, right, tough. I got Terry Rozier in two fantasy leagues. Oh, that has just fucked me. Yeah, well, Lamello Ball, I think he's the number two ranked fantasy player at the moment. Yeah, probably behind Nick Jokic. Nick Jokic is a freak on fantasy, bro. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting to see. Well, speaking of the Hornets, uh, let's go to our six man of the year takes. I had uh, yeah. either Kelly Oubre Jr. or Miles Bridges. Yeah. Um, I stand by those. I think, you know, whichever one of them comes off the bench more, Charlotte's that entertaining that, you know, they're putting up enough points. It could it could definitely go in the favor. Uh, Locke had Kobe White and you had the flamethrower from Miami, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Surely you're standing by that. 
Oh, big time. And I actually put some money on this and the cash yes. out is about seven times what I put on it already. Ooh. I got him at 28. He's into like $3. Wow. Um, okay. So that's, that's tempting because one one injury and they could mm. shut him down. But hey, the bookies have done a number on me in the past. So I'm going to ride it out yeah. and chase the big <laughs> one. But I've been so impressed with Ubre. Like when you first said it, I, I didn't really see it happening to be fair. But mm. man, his shooting, like... He's been crazy. Well, as soon as he's in a system that gets up and down the court, I mean, we saw it with we saw it with the Warriors. He he didn't really find his feet coming off the bench. I mean, he he had years starting in Washington. He had years starting in in Phoenix. Yeah. And then as soon as you got to come off the bench and be that spark plug, like it's a hard adjustment. But yeah. now that he's he's getting starters minutes off the bench, or if Miles is having an off night, he'll get even more. Like and yeah. and as you said, the shooting is there, and he's getting up and down the court, blowing kisses to MJ. And oh, then he's missing he's, a couple of wide open threes. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's complete beautiful roller coaster. It is. It. But it'll be interesting now as well. Lamelo and Rosier out for those few days. Like him and Bridges will probably have the keys to that offense. So mm, yeah. Your, your two boys' stocks could rise even more. So that'll be they interesting. They could indeed. Let's hope. I think, I think Locke's pushing shit uphill with, with his take. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was hoping that Kobe White was going to come and set the world on fire. But, um, we were saying off off air before, you know, the the Chicago Bulls doing everything by committee. As I said, yeah. you know, they're they're all they're all the third best player on a championship team. But when you put them together, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Megazord is made, and and they are they are absolutely making waves in the Eastern Conference. You love to see it. Yeah, and I think even Caruso is probably more that that six man candidate from that team. Like yeah, hundred percent. Stuff has been elite. Like I. I thought the Bulls were going to be good. I didn't think they'd be like a top two, top three team purely mm. based on D. I was worried, but Ball and Caruso are just locking it down in that guard position. And 100%. I think Caruso is averaging the most steals. It's like four a game or something. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's gross to watch. Uh, I just want to point out, and the listeners will know, Lachlan laughed at me when I said the Bulls would be top four. Um, I will take that to the grave now. Absolutely. Oh, I right. probably would have laughed, to, fuck to up. be fair, too. I thought they were either like going to be great or just shut the bed yeah Look, teams like great. teams like this it is fair teams like this you know it it as you said it's either it either works or it doesn't right and and it takes a special group of people to make it work straight away i mean you look at those miami teams right they they took a year to get together and then they were absolutely dominant but i think the warriors are the only ones that i can remember that did it from the get-go but you've also got it's it's the argument of steph curry kevin durant clay thompson and draymond green versus what zach levine nick vucci main um demar DeRozan, and alex caruso and lonzo ball you know what yeah. i mean so so you, you just don't think you know clearer heads would prevail kind of thing but yeah. um but it's it's good to see it is good to see um all right well moving on to defensive player of the year um, I think this is one that I'm pushing shit uphill. I took Mitchell Robinson. He's having a bit of a down year. I'm, uh, I hate to say it. He, he's taken on the very 90s basketball approach. He's, you know, he's rocking the headband, the short shorts. He's blocking shots and he's not scoring anything. So uh, I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, Locke's got Giannis and Giannis is just doing Giannis things. And then you hedged your bets with Rudy Gobert and uh, Anthony Davis. I like yeah. both of those. Well, I like the AD piece in particular. Like, it's yep. great to see his shot blockings back after last year. He was pretty low. I've got him on fantasy as well, so I'm yep. stoked there because that blocks category, you want to be up in that one. But another How about guy, the flip-flops in the points for you, but you'd be hating oh, that. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, tough. A, it's a real tough. roller coaster, but yeah. it's just good to see him healthy. And then Rudy, he's just always a safe bet to be in the mix. But I like mm. that Giannis, that Giannis take, especially like before with Lopez out. 
Mm. And that back surgery, that doesn't sound promising. Yeah, so. it's going to be a while. It's going to be he's going to be playing a lot of four or five coming ahead. And I mean, you can't, you cannot rely. I love Demarcus Cousins. Don't get me wrong. And and the fact that he's back in the league, hell yeah to Boogie Cousins. But you cannot rely on that man to be your starting center if you have yeah. championship aspirations. He's a twelve to fifteen minute guy. He comes in and just. He's a bit of a bully, he tears shit up, he gets under people's yep. skin. And, like, obviously, he's nowhere near the player he was back in the day. That was unreal. But he's mm. one of those guys as well. Like, you can't help but have like a soft spot for him. And you oh, want to yeah. see him do well. Like, if he gets a ring there, that would be so cool. But anybody that spends more than eight years in Sacramento deserves yeah. a helping they hand. A ring. They deserve yeah, a ring. They deserve not a ring. <laughs> not, not even a coach has been able to do that. Yeah. Oh, poor Luke Walton as well. What's your take on uh, on his firing and Alvin Gentry coming in? Do you think they needed a change of scenery? I think more so than like they needed a bigger change than Gentry. I don't think he's mm. the guy. Like, mm. but they could have got the Wizards coach. Like, yeah, old Wiz. Like he was sitting there. Like that that would have been the better way to go. Mm. But, but they kind of I don't get why they gave it. 15 games to see what's going to happen. Like we're mm. clearly going into the season. They were like, if this doesn't work, we're going to move them early. It's like, what's the point? Like, yeah, that? exactly. And I think you see it in their performances, like Darren Fox in that. He's been so up and down, bro. But, his head is hanging most games. Yeah. But it's like, what, what are the, what are you meant to do? Like there's so yeah. much indecision and uncertainty in that team. And like, mm. I love their roster. So it's a real shame, but yeah, I like the roster too, but I wouldn't mind seeing a, a change from the top down. I mean, I don't think that their their front office knows what's going on. Um, yeah. And on top of that, like, it, as I said, De'Aaron's hanging his head. If he doesn't want to be there, get rid of him. You know, yeah. you've got enough guards there anyway. You got a young a young buck in uh, in Tyrese Halliburton that's ready to take the keys to the city. He's he's having more good games than De'Aaron right now. Yeah, I mean, you got Davion Mitchell, who's uh, I mean, the dude's nickname is Off Night for a reason. Yeah. He's a he pest. Looks good, man. He looks and then good. you got you've even got young forwards coming through in like Chimezi Metu and stuff like yeah. that. So it's uh, it's good to see. You, you can see that all the parts are there, but it's just it's just not working right now. So I think I think you need to move off one of your quote unquote superstars and. De'Aaron Fox might be that guy. I mean, Lachlan loves the Ben Simmons for De'Aaron Fox deal. Uh, I think it makes a bit of sense, but I just don't think that De'Aaron gives you enough enough shooting to give the space around Joel. So you're still going to be relying on the guys like Tyrese Maxey and uh, Tobias Harris and stuff like that. And then where are you? You're at, you're at square one. Instead of having a, a 6'10 elite defender, you've got a 6'3 slashing point guard, you know, that yeah. can pass a little bit. I just... I don't see it happening. I, I see it happen for the Kings. I like it for the Kings side. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but um, but yeah, I just uh, a like for like is uh is is not the way in uh, in my respect. All right, well, uh, looking at uh, rookie of the year, um, I swerved. I took Evan Mobley. Uh, when we when we did a uh, we did a redaction. Uh, Lachlan was allowed to take off Jason Kidd, and we'll get to coach the year. Don't worry about that. I, but I did, uh, yeah, I did hear your swerve. Yeah, that was I did. I made play. sure to well, swerve. Well calculated. Yeah, um, but Jalen Green, I mean, Jalen Green's doing the things. He's, uh, I think he just needs to be in a system that's going to allow him to thrive. Like you can't, lock, as I was saying to Locke when we when we did the swerve, um, you can't win rookie of the year if you're only going to win 11 games of the year, right? Like it yeah, just, well, it doesn't happen. It's got a little bit better for them this past week and he's looked better as well. But mm. like, man, oh, they were on track to have the worst ever record in the NBA's history, eh? Yeah, like, yeah, it was so tough. Pretty tough to try and make shit happen there, but like mm. Woods come back to life a bit in the past week. But man, Mobley, like what a beast, man! I love what a freak. Him play, eh? Like he was the number one pick. Although Cade, 
since he's been back, I think he's played himself into the mix with Mobley's injury as well. Mm, mm. But I just think Cade's going to have so many opportunities there that he's going to have some off nights with like his percentage wise. Like mm-hmm. he's got the keys at Detroit, so he's going to be jacking up, you know, twenty plus shots, and it can either yeah. go great or it can go tough. But he's he's looked real impressive as well. So I, I mm. think your Mobley take would be the one I'd be backing at this stage. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. The only thing, the only person I think that could take it from him right now is Scotty Barnes, the, the brother up in Canada. He's he's a freak as well. Um, and the fact that they both look like the best versions of Chris Bosch is, is insane. Um, you know, Evan Mobley's probably got better defense. He moves on his feet a little bit better. And, uh, and Scotty Barnes is a better slash than what Chris Bosch was, but all of the, all the tools are there, right? It's, it's beautiful to see. And, and you just see the impact that not only Evan Mobley, but all of those seven footers in Cleveland are having, who would have thought that a seven footer at small forward, power forward and center would, would, you know, uh, win games, but Cleveland have been fun to watch, even with my boy Colin Sexton going down. Yeah, which was which was tough to take because I love that that young duo, eh? the old mm. six-man duo. But man, like Cleveland have been so fun to watch, like you said, and they're just like they're never out of it, eh? They've got that mm. fighting mentality. Ricky Rubio's been doing his thing off the bench. Oh, old man, Ricky, father time. Yeah, so like a lot of teams could do with him as a starting point guard. To be yeah, fair, but yeah, hundred percent. I don't know what it is with him, but as soon as he goes to start, he just shits the bed like he just he his production his per 36 drops off the cliff but i mean he still still gets in and still does it i guess so yeah it's uh, making still handy but yeah they've been been a a good surprise eh? Mm, it's been it's been beautiful to watch um now talking of uh another really good surprise 73 point win the memphis grizzlies and i've got their boy at the point guard to win most improve i swerved on that as well um, Locke had DeAndre Hunter with the hand injury. I don't think that that's going to come through. Uh, and you, my friend, had DeJounte Murray, who is killing it. Holy yeah. damn. He's a um, pleasure to watch, man. Sticking by that one for sure. Yeah, sticking by that. Although, like you said, Jar, he, he's probably the guy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to back Murray in for sure. Like, his, his mm. stats are unreal. He's 18, 8, and 8 with a couple steals. So, mm. I think he's he's like a fun of Westbrook for me at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he impacts the team more positively than Westbrook does, but he puts up those numbers. He's so athletic and he's competitive as hell. Mm. And, uh, and while the Spurs aren't a great team, they've got some young talent there that's pretty exciting. Like him and Keldon Johnson, they like they make yeah. you want to watch them. There's enough there, so I love Marie and and hopefully he can pull it off. But mate, if this jar injury doesn't keep him out longer than a couple of weeks, you'd have to think he's your guy. Although Bridges is probably in. And with the mm, well yeah, Bridges, Bridges is there as well. Uh, it might be, it might be a case that they throw six men to one of them and throw, you know, most improved to one of these two guards. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, it's all going to come down to to who starts at the end of the day. But yeah, I, uh, Josh has been too good, and and I mean, history dictates in the last few years that it it the MIP goes to somebody that was a fringe all-star and then solidifies themselves in an all-star. And I think that Jar, obviously he's got the highlights for it. I mean, if, if you looked at the insights on the fifth and dribble Instagram account, like Jar videos, bang all the time. Jar and Anthony Edwards. That's the, that's the key to success. Anybody that wants to start a basketball page, just start one around Jar or Anthony Edwards. But um, yeah, it, that, that injury is a bit concerning though, not doing it on any contact, just off a, off a little hezzy spin. Um, yeah. And and I don't know about you, but I haven't really heard too much about it. You know, a bit of a bit of a knee sprain, but it it looked way worse than that. I think it could have been it, it could have been potential to be meniscus. You know. Yeah. Well, they like straight away they were saying ACL because of like no contact, and I'm mm. so relieved it's not. But like, yeah. 
a sprain of the knee, like that's pretty uncommon. There's, there's got to yeah. be something else going on in there, you'd think. But I just want to see him back out there. Eh? Like he's so high flying, he's energetic. And mm. like Memphis, they got that win without him the other day. They've still Bro, that was disgusting. Right, eh? Oh yeah. my days. Holy damn, Jaron Jackson Jr. coming into his feet has really helped as well. He's he's a bit like Christoph Spazingis, you know. Like yeah. if he stays out on the floor, it's beautiful to see. Um, but yeah, I just I just think the highlights with with Jar, he's just in the public eye too much. And yeah. and you know, Dejounte is probably statistically better than Jar, just with the way that he's putting up the numbers that he's putting up. But um, yeah, he's just he's just not in the public eye because the Spurs have got this tanking thing down pat. They win for the first three quarters and then they just fall asleep in the fourth and yeah. nobody questions it. Nobody questions it. Exactly. And Memphis are a, a much better team, like you're alluding mm. to, so that's going to help Jar as well. And like like you said, the, the Instagram popularity, like you can't scroll through your feed without seeing some Jar dunk, even if he doesn't pull it off. It's oh, still like yeah. mind blowing. So. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the fact that you could put posters of of guys that he hasn't, you're right, pulled it off. Yeah. That's that's disgusting. That's just a testament to to who he is. Um, all right, well, let's move on to uh, to coach of the year. Uh, I took Mikey Budenholzer. Uh, Lachlan swerved and ended up taking James Borrego of the uh, Charlotte Hornets. And you yourself have uh, have Steve Nash. Are we uh, are we sticking to all of these? I'm happy, and I'm sure Lachlan's happy because of the way that the Hornets are, are climbing the the ranks. I mean, COVID might stop that, but um, yeah. yeah, climbing the ranks. What what do you reckon on Stevie Nash? Well, they're top of the East, so I don't mind that. But I don't mm. think he's is the best coach in the league. I think at the moment you'd have to go with someone like Wes Unsell. I wouldn't mind a, a shout mm. for him with the Wizards. Eh? Like what they've achieved. I think they're third in the East. Mm. They're an interesting roster in terms of a lot of guys there, chips on their shoulder. They're kind of the Lakers rejects. Brad Beal yeah. hasn't quite been as amazing, but that's because there's more mouths to feed in that team now. But shit, like talk about a team that, just has completely blown me away. Mm, yeah, no, the wizard, the wizards have been good. I've got a uh, friend of the podcast, Mister Puru. He's a uh, he's a big wizards fan, and we work together. And every time the wizards get a win, he gets up in my ear and he goes, "Hmm, how about those wizards though?" I don't, I don't know if it'll last. I mean, this is what you get when you trade Westbrook for for three competent NBA players, right? You know, when was the last time? I mean, I, I don't know about you, but ever since I've been watching the NBA, I haven't looked at. A Washington Wizards roster and seen seven competent players that they can that they can put out there, and not to mention that, but like a bit of youth that they're not even putting out there that would would lead to eight or nine competent guys. I mean, as soon as Rui Hachimura gets back there, yeah. you're laughing. Right. You're laughing. You've got all sorts like Gafford's been unreal the past mm. few weeks. Montrez, like that duo works really well coming in and out for each other. Kuzma's been a bit of a revelation in terms mm. of his defense is but taken on leaps and bounds. So yeah, I, I like that roster. I just don't think they're a top four team, but they'll nah. definitely make the eight, I think, because they're just in it every night. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The question then is, what do they do with uh, with Thomas Bryant? Like, clearly they found a center rotation that works in, uh, in Gafford and Montrez, but with Thomas Bryant, I mean, he hasn't played in the last year, so mm-hmm. you've got to give him a little bit of burn so that you can up his trade value, surely. Otherwise, he's just remembered as a guy that's got a major injury. Yeah, well, he's always exciting when he's on the floor and mm. he has that potential, but you don't really want to mess with that rotation. They eh? like Trez nah. needs his 20 to 25 minutes. I think I saw that he's one of like the most, I think he's the most efficient center in the league at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, I mean, and that's, like his D is horrible, but 
got yeah, but you, but you live with that, right? If you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna give me a plus on the on the offensive side of the ball, I'll take a little bit of a minus on the defensive side of the ball. But he's and he's all motor, right? He gets the rest of the guys going. You know, you want a guy, you want to go into battle with a guy like that that is just a yeah. hundred all the time, so that you know if you know if you fall asleep a little bit, Trez is there to help me. All right, but if Trez falls asleep, ah, I got his back. It's fine. Yeah. He's he's all he's all motor, and you love to see that. Um. Yeah, no, shout out as well to Billy Donovan, I reckon, from the Bulls. Like that's what, yeah, what, that's big. What achieved and like I reckon he's probably had a fair part in that. Like you've mm. got to balance things there because, like you said, so many star players. So mm. he's done well, even just as a people manager. You'd have to think so. And then you can't go past the two brothers in the West, in Monty Williams and and Steph, yeah. Steve Kerr. Like that. The, the seasons that those teams collectively are putting together is is ridiculous. We've oh, had two crazy. of the most entertaining NBA games this week in uh, in Phoenix and, and Golden State. And look, you probably argue that the Golden State only got the better of Phoenix because Mr. Devin Booker's got that hamstring injury. So, you know, you just want to see these guys healthy one through 15 and really go at each other. Like that is just going to be beautiful to watch. That first win without Book, like when he went down at half, I was like, there's no mm. way. Curry's going to heat up. He's not going to keep this going. But, man, Bridges was on him all day. Like, that, yeah, that's an elite defender as well. He deserves a shout out. And, like, it's crazy, though. Like, there's not a lot of chat about Phoenix, like you've alluded to. Like, mm. Golden State are getting a bit, but that's mainly that Curry piece. But yep. like, you'd have to say the Suns are arguably the best team in terms of, like, depth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it's all a shout out to to getting those those rotational guys, the Landry Shamets that can come in and hit threes, the the JaVale McGee's that can come in and give you 10 and 10 off the bench. Like you need those guys to give your starters a little bit of a rest. And and that winning streak of 18, like you saw DeAndre Ayton was coming back from an injury. Like they they just eased him into it, right? Devin Booker, he's He's Devin Booker, so he's amazing, but he's only putting up, you know, 23, 5 and 5, right? Chris Paul is is down to 14 and 11 a game. Like Chris Paul has never scored less than 19 points per game in his career, but his efficiency, he's still at like a plus 5.4 in in the plus minus column. So it's it's crazy to see that, you know, talk about teams doing it by committee in, in Chicago and in, and in Golden State, but we've got to give Phoenix their due because they've also been, you know, ravaged with a few injuries and they're fir- tied first in the in the West. You know, how do you how do you go past that? Crazy. And guys like Aiton and that, like since he's come back from injury, he's stepped up big time. So mm. I, I definitely like them moving forward. It'll be good to see Booker back out there just for that excitement factor, eh? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, let's roll into the next little bit. What are the uh, – I think you alluded to it before, but have you got what are the biggest surprises for you in the NBA that aren't the Washington Wizards? I think the East in general has surprised me, eh? The strength of the East. Like, mm. historically, there's always been that chat that West is best, but the East this year have really stepped up. If Sixers are in 10th. That's yep. purely because Embiid's out of the mix, uh, was out of the mix for a bit, but they'd be mm. in fifth if they were in the West with their record. So it's just a real logjam over there. So I've been mm. impressed with those Eastern Conference teams, and the, they're all fun to watch. They seem to be a bit more like hungrier over that side of the comp early, early mm. days still, obviously. But mm. and and the, and the surprising thing is, is you're right. You've got teams like the Sixers and the Celtics, probably the Hawks and the Knicks that are underperforming to everybody's you know, expectations, but 
these other teams, you know, the Bulls, the Wizards, the Cavs, the Hornets, that you just weren't expecting to be plus 500 teams, but they're just coming out and getting it done every single night. And when you've got generational talents like, you know, LaMelo Ball or or the defensive prowess of, of Lonzo and Caruso back-to-back, um, it's just – it's beautiful to see. It is beautiful to see. And as you said, the Eastern Conference, they are – Ripping and tearing, like you know, you got ten wins all the way through from one to twelve. Ten minimum wins, like that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. So, yeah. yeah, and and the West, the West has just been disappointing. I mean, when you've got when you've got teams such as you know the Rockets, Thunder, or Pelicans. Now, I can't say too much about the Pelicans because they put a put a smackdown on my Clippers the other day, and Jonas Jonas Valanciunas was uh, was Stephen Curry out there, but um, eight from the three, that's mad, bro. It was disgusting. Um. But yeah, when you got teams like that, and then you know, no one's really, as I said, no one's talking smack about the Spurs because they're the Spurs and they're on a little bit of a winning streak right now. But you know, then the Kings are really unimpressive. Yeah, the, the Timberwolves, you don't know what you're going to get out of them night in, night out. Don't even fucking get me started on the Portland Trailblazers. If they don't trade CJ McCollum after Neil O'Shea's been fired, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. That, that's that's a nightmare over there. And then I think there's more to this Dame thing as well. Like obviously mm. sitting out 10 days for that ab injury, but we all heard about at the Olympics how much it was holding him back. It sounds like mm. he needs like full ab surgery, which would be a whole year off and he didn't mm. want to take it. But man, if he's just going to miss 10 day periods every five or six weeks, like they're, they're screwed, man. They need to make some moves. Shut him down now. If, if, yeah. if that's, if that's the, if that's the play, Shanti Billups just needs to shut him down now. And the yeah, fact that they're not doing anything, are they? So. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're, you know, 23 games in and Shanti Billups, I think in at least six or seven occasions has come out and said, we need more effort. We need more effort. What the fuck are you doing then? Yeah. What are you doing there? Where are you going you're, to get it from? Yeah. You're, you're, but you're the man that's supposed to get the effort out of them. You're yeah. the man that's supposed to like to, to ramp them up. Mr. Big Shot, like you, you know, on the biggest stage, you, you were the head of one of the biggest underdog teams in yeah. NBA history get them going you know this this is a team in the west that has been above above average over the last five ten years but never got over the hump you're the guy with the experience that gets them over the hump like what what is doing yeah that's you know and it's and it's tough to see it's tough to see teams like denver and you know my clippers getting getting hit with the injury bug and we've only just got marcus morris senior back and and um it's beautiful to see what we're getting out of Isaiah Hartenstein and stuff like that. And when Kawhi comes back, you know, watch the fuck out for the Los Angeles Clippers. But um, the joke, get the Joker some help. Oh, Holy I, damn. That MPJ injury was heartbreaking. And there's been some bad injuries early, which has sucked. But that, mm. that Michael Porter Jr. one, like the timing of it, there's a bit of relief for him. Obviously, he signed that deal, yeah. got paid. But then, man, like to be shut down for the year, like I, I expected such big things from him this year and perhaps his performances early were a reflection of the injury, but mm. and like him and Murray out, like that roster could be so different. But. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're doing so well right now to be a 500 team and, and oh, you know, still so. contending in the playoffs, but it, it gets to a point where, Jokic is going to burn out for sure. This is a this is a man that plays himself into shape for the first two months of the year every single year. Thankfully, had the Olympics this go around, so was already in shape, right, ready yeah. to tackle Markeith Morris and uh, and get a fight on with his brothers. But Why not? yeah, exactly. But like it, 
you got to think around the All Star break because he's going to be participating in All Star festivities. You got to think he's going to be done. He's going to be spent. I'd be faking a COVID bloody protocol so I could get ten days off. Oh, I'd rather they almost go the other way. Eh? Like I get that they're they're still good enough to to make the playoffs, but you're not mm. gonna you're not gonna beat those top teams in the seven game game series. Like no way. Oh, Will Barton, Gordon, like they're they're too unreliable. Mm, um, mm. So I'd rather see them go the other way and try get some assets because it doesn't look like there hasn't been many updates on Murray, which makes you a little bit nervous. And like, yeah, why yeah. would you rush him as well? So mm, yeah, interesting mm, exactly. times for Denver. Well, if the playoffs if the playoffs started today, they had the, they'd have the Suns. Yeah, you were not winning one of those games. Yeah, not a single one. McGee, yeah, and just yeah. House, that's tough. Right, you could you could sit down two of Phoenix's stars and you're still not going to win that game. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's it's tough to watch. But um, but yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. East the Eastern Conference is is nice and tough. As I said, one through twelve, minimum of ten wins. You know, you've got um quite a few winning streaks going on over there. So it's it's really good to see. And and this is this is what we want. We want a competitive league. Right, time. and it's and when's competitive it's been in Yonks, and like in my exactly. opinion, no, I, I completely agree. When was the last time you saw five eight, five West teams be worse than you know majority of the Eastern Conference? It's yeah. it's uh it's tough to see, but um, you know, a lot of teams going through a rebuild, and and this this rookie class, I mean, they said the last rookie class wasn't that deep, but this rookie class seems to be all right. So, um, it'd be interesting to see who's going to go for for Pablo or, or Chet Holmgren. So, um, moving on to the next thing, my friend, what are you what are you excited to see? What you know, what's what's in the future for the NBA for you? What are you what are you keen on? What gets your ghiblies going? I'm excited to see Clay back. Yes. Back back in that Warriors team. I'm excited just to see how it all works as well. Jordan Poole's been unreal, but you'd think mm. he'll he'll slot back into like a more sixth man role, which I think he'll execute really well. But mm. they can find some minutes where him, Clay and and Steph are all out on the floor, like because Clay's elite defensively as well. Mm. Um, and then you, they've still got Wiseman to come back into the mix as well. Um, but I'm excited to see Clay back. I think it's hard to not be a Clay Thompson fan, mm. regardless of if you like the Warriors or not. Like his yeah. character, he's he's it seems like an awesome dude. So I'm excited to see him back in the mixer. And then I'm excited to see if the Lakers can sort their shit out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm not tough, sure man. they can. I'm not sure they can. That's tough. What's your take? What 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 do you what do you think's going on in La La Land? They're talking about sacking Vogel, which I don't think is the problem. I think Mm-mm. I think the best thing which would never happen is to run West's Russell off the bench, but possibly as like, like a six man and just let LeBron and AD bring back that two man game that won them that championship. Like mm. obviously LeBron's been in and out. He he had that COVID false positive where he missed the cut missed a couple games and he's had a few injuries mm-hmm. i i think maybe just letting russ have those minutes where he's just the guy is is their way to go because mm. it's not it's not working with all three of them on the floor mm. uh, no i rate that i rate that because then you could have the starting lineup of the of the lakers and then you could have the backup lineup of the old oklahoma city thunder throw him out there with mellow you got a sharpshooter in the corner there it would be yeah. it would be good to see but the only thing that the only issue i've got with that is then you got to start someone like kendrick nunn and yeah. fuck that. I don't want to see Kendrick Nunn out there for, for more than 15 minutes a game. I don't want to see him out there for five minutes a game. That man is, he's nothing. 
He's nothing. So um, I, I'm with you. I don't believe that Frank Vo- sacking Frank Vogel is the way to go. But um, it, it's just – it's a continuity thing. And, I mean, there's a lot of things around, you know, LeBron's 37 and he's slowing down. But we've been saying he's slowing down for the last six years. The man then comes out and he puts – he has a has a run of four games where he's scoring 33-plus, six yeah. and six. Like, he's, he's back to – back to what they call old school LeBron. Like Literally. you can't. When he plays, like you said, his, his numbers are there. It's not mm. that he's lost it. It's just, it's tougher on the body, but yeah. Not I, only I, that, but, you, but I think you're right in the spacing. The spacing is, spacing is cooked. Like they've got, they've got so many bodies in there that, that you, you think, you know, all of these LeBron teams, he's got he's got two superstars alongside of him. One of them can stretch the floor, but AD's shooting has been terrible, and the other one can slash. And and Russell Westbrook, as you said, it, it's not working with all three of them out there. So, you know, it might be time to, if not, you know, put Westbrook to the bench, maybe move off the Westbrook experience, see if you can get someone like John Wall in there who, who knows where he is in his career and, and is happy to just play the role that he's given. But just let the man play. Like, why is he not playing in Houston? What the fuck's oh, going on with it's, that? It's ridiculous. And, like, mm. that they're paying him, so why not play him? Like, mm, exactly. Just from, like, a like they say he's mentoring these young guards off the court, but, like, you've got an asset just sitting there that you're not driving his value up by not letting him mm. play, like, not using him. It's it's chaos. But mm, mm. And, and the, the Lakers, in-game that, experience that those boys could get, Oh. With him on the court is is second to none to what he could do off the court. You know what I mean? No, big time. I think for the Lakers that that Buddy Hield skipping on that deal now looks a bit rougher. Mm. Prioritizing yeah. the Westbrook, like I just think it would have worked much better. Like Malik Monk even is like thriving in that, mm. that environment, just shooting. But like a guy like Buddy would have been an, an improvement there as well. So mm. I, I just don't think this Westbrook thing is going to work. And yeah, if I was you, I'd. I'd if I was them, I'd I'd move them, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good shout. Uh, another thing that that I'm excited to see now that you've brought it up is this race that's going to happen in the East. I mean, we've got the the Raptors are always a smoky. No one no one knows what the fuck is going on with Indiana, but the Raptors are always a smoky. Uh, the Knicks are gonna are gonna win more games than they lose this year. The Hawks as well. The Celtics will put it together eventually when Jason Tatum knows how his size is going to work on the court. And the more Joel Embiid games you get out of there, the, the better. That's that's five teams that I've listed off that are supposed to you know take over the seven above them. So yeah. it's it's just as you said, the league is at its most competitive and it's and it's beautiful to see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as well. Like that Bucks, if those. They're undefeated with their big three. They're, they're nine and zero. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to just see how how they keep developing as well. Obviously, Portis looks like he's going to start at the centre spot. Right, crazy eyes, Bobby. You love to see it. Oh, he's he's a, he's a ball of energy, eh? You love to yep. see it for sure. But so they're another team that not many people are talking about, and I can't understand why. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I'm no, excited it's... to see it unfold in the East. It's going to be all go. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. All right, my friend. Well, do you have any uh, any bold takes that you're keeping in the chamber that you haven't uh, they haven't unleashed just yet for the rest of the season? I've got one. I don't know if it's bold, so to say, but I think Zion. I've got his over under games. I think he's going under thirty games this year. Under thirty games. Yeah, nice. I do like that. I rate that. But what's uh, what's your reasoning? Just the injury. Yeah, the injury and just this shit. So yeah. what what what's the point almost? Yeah, you know? like I think, yeah, the big fella's obviously struggling. He clearly doesn't want to be there as well. I think. Mm. So I think the best move for them is just to finish at the bottom, 
get get a good draft pick, try get mm. something for Zion because he's going to leave eventually. Like he keeps talking about the Knicks. Mm. That's that's not a good sign. Nah, um, not at all. Delayed his return post Thanksgiving. He obviously tucked into a few plates, put on a few kilos, and the foot didn't respond <laughs> well. So it's just a shambles there, eh? And mm. like, it just seems like he really doesn't want to be there. He's not putting the effort in. So it's I a shit go too because they possibly have the best center to work alongside Zion as well. Yeah. Somebody that spaces the floor in Jovi that, that will grab rebounds if you need him to, but he's more than happy to, to fling the three. We've seen that. And, yeah. and if Zion can get on the floor, all the shooters that he's got around him, you know, uh, Devonte Green, Brandon Ingram, Locke and I were talking about Brandon Ingram the other day. And the fact that he's averaging, you know, 26, five and five, and no one's talking about him yeah. either. Like that's, yeah what the fuck is going on there? He's a silent assassin. Um, you know, as we said, big Jovi, Devontae, and and their bench is is pretty decent as well. Um and and a, and a defensive guy coming through like Herb Jones, like yeah. what it the, the roster works. It's just yeah. there's no Zion. And don't get me wrong, I, I like Zion. Um, mm. Oh like, no 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 yeah like, how can you not wa- love watching him play? But mm. it's just seems frustrating. Eh? Like I, I had him in fantasy lucky I managed to move him before that, that update, but yeah, and it's just it's just tough because you want to see him out there playing. We haven't mm. seen much of him throughout his career. The little snippets you get are unreal. Mm. He's just got to stay on the floor, and I yeah, I can't see him playing over thirty games this year. Just a combination of their how they're standing and his health. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely completely agree with you. And if they're not going to move off of Zion and they're going to give him to the keys to the city, then then free Brandon Ingram. Let that man yeah. go somewhere where he's going to, you know, be be wanted. Um, you could see you could see him in like another small market team like uh, Indiana or something like that. Like if they want to maybe do a, a Demantis Sabonis swap. I've seen a bit of Sabonis to the uh, to the Warriors. Let's let's touch on that a little bit. What's going on in Indiana? Can you can you put your GM hat on and 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 see how you can fix that situation a little bit? I love that roster. Eh? I, don't, I really well. I- I don't love the roster. I love a few of the players. Yeah. And yeah. I just can't see how they're doing so poorly. Like, I think mm. Levert, like, I'm a big Levert fan. He's just been so inconsistent, though, mm. um, which has been tough to watch. But he's had his health issues. Brogdon's been surprisingly really good. Mm. Um, yep. And Sabonis is always good. Turner has been, like, a elite shot blocker. Yeah. Um, and then He's I've had a resurgent year for sure. Yeah, I've been impressed with Duarte as well. They're, they're a rookie. Mm. Um, he's been good. And then you got like TJ Warren and that coming back. But I've, I've even seen some Miles Turner to Charlotte chat. Like there's all sorts of chat around that paces, which mm. is never good for a no, team. No, never good. Have all that rumors. So, yeah. Never good. I'm pretty sure that, um, yeah, so, something something definitely needs to happen there because it's just the the sum of all the parts is just it's not working. Um, but I wouldn't mind, yeah, Miles Turner to Charlotte. I mean, a bit of a bit of Miles Turner to Toronto as well. I mean, Toronto probably need to mix things up a little bit. It doesn't look like it's going to work with uh, Pascal, Scotty Barnes. And and the fact that you need to play Fred Van Vliet for 48 minutes so that you've got some sort of creation out there is is a struggle. You need to find somebody out there that's going to, that's going to push the ball a little bit more. Um, but who is there? I mean, there's it, ideally someone like Goran Dragic who is on their fucking books playing would be great, but it's... Yeah, it's it's tough to see, um, but yeah, Miles Miles Turner on the move. That that I think that could be the play because a lot of teams need defense. He can stretch the floor when you need him to. Um, it's just 
I don't I don't know what they see in Indiana. Like I don't know. There's no upside to those two being together. We've watched no. it for the last four years. You know, yeah. Demarcus Sabonis is a vet, and he's going to get his own no matter where he goes. But you know, you just need to you need to find something that's going to work. There's a bit of chatter of Demarcus to uh, to the Warriors. That would be elite. I think that that if they're gonna if they're gonna go all in and, and trade someone like uh, a couple of young guys like Wiseman, Kuminga, and Moody to get someone like Demantas Sabonis, give him the chip. Give him oh, the I'd chip. Be all about that. That's crazy. Like him and Draymond together. Like that yeah. would suck. Hundred percent. And then you got Clay coming back as well. Oh, yeah. stop it. Because because Demantas is just a better better shooter than Dre. But Dre, yeah. he's going to get down there and he's going to do the dirty things in the in the rebounding. So um, yeah, it's uh. It's good. One of my uh, one of my excited to see and probably hot takes is uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, shit, bro. He, no one expected this leap this year. But if he's going to then push that into next year, it's it's going to be beautiful to see. I'm keen to see the growth of Jared Vanderbilt. He's on that Jonathan Isaac trajectory before all of Isaac's injuries. So let's just knock on wood and make sure that he doesn't he doesn't hit those as well but he's been he's been an absolute revelation he, he's one crazy. of the bright spots in minnesota crazy he loves cleaning the glass he, he's he's just fun to watch like he's he's a competitor man and like mm. that lineup when it's like when pat bev was running at point guard as well mm. they, they were getting wins which was promising stuff pre the beverly injury so i've been really impressed with edwards as well like it's definitely his team now Mm, he seems yep. to be the face of it. Like his press conferences are hilarious. Mm. Uh, his, his like highlight plays are crazy. That dunk where they called the foul on him against oh Miami, against like, Gabe Vincent. Nah, stop it. Don't stop call it. that foul. Do not. Nah, call you cannot. No, nah. that was that man crazy, deserves though. to lose his job. That ref, oh, that ref should be gone. Big should time, be gone. Mate. That was crazy. And then Cat's like silent achiever. I'd still love to see him put up more shots, but he's so efficient that he's getting crazy points. And then Russell. He's actually been pretty good in terms of what you get from D'Lo. So yeah, yeah. Just take take some of those shots from Russell and put them into Carl Anthony Towns. Locke and I have got a thing on the pod where, um, whenever we're breaking down a Timberwolves game and any any game we break down afterwards, we we play the who had more shots than Cat game, and it would surprise you the names that come up that have more shots oh. than Carl Anthony Towns because that man just he doesn't shoot the ball. And if you think that it's your team in Minnesota and you're not demanding the ball, it's not your team in Minnesota, my friend. Yeah, it's not yours yeah. anymore. You think it, I think it is him now because we've seen enough coaching changes there where it's obviously not like a how how they're playing. I think it's mm. just Cat needs to just demand the ball. But yeah, and when you got a young good. Jimmy Butler in uh, in Anthony Edwards that doesn't doesn't shy away from the moment, loves a good defensive play and loves a highlight, then what what else are you going to do, right? There's yeah. just give him the keys to the city, as you said. It's his team now, big time. And it's like that that second year thing. Often people say. Like guards struggle in that second year when other mm. teams have worked them out. But like him and Lamelo, that's been so cool to watch. Like they've both taken leaps in their game, which has been exciting, eh? So mm. the league's in good hands for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. The league's in good hands, especially if uh, you know if Luca gets off sitting down and and doing whatever Luca's doing because he's he's playing that European game where he's playing himself into shape, and it's it's a bit tough to see. So um, it's frustrating how how elite players do that, mm. like. But that's also that that next step. Like you'd never see a LeBron or someone like that play themselves into shape. Exactly. So like while he might be elite, I guess there's another step in his game where, he, mm. like, why would you not want to come into the season in shape? Like it makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to um, 
Locke and I were talking about the Bill Simmons podcast where they had the guy from from Dallas on there, and uh, that was and an he, interesting, eh? yeah, that was bro, really and he was talking about how they were having sweet tea in like big old one yeah. liter containers. He was having you know two three liters of that at training. Why? You well, don't he lost need his that. Job was speaking out about Luca. Yeah, he? So, he did. He um, did. That was a bloody good lesson and and a great insight into what actually goes on. But yeah, mm. I'm surprised, man. Like professional sporting organization and you're sipping on sweet tea like exactly crazy. exactly and it, and like that's also a testament to the to the zion thing why do you not have a, a nutrition expert with that guy you've got all this oh. money in the world he's a he's by all accounts a once in a generational talent why are you not nurturing that why are you just yeah. letting him be a kid and eat whatever the fuck he wants that's just yeah. that's not right yeah, it's, it's clearly his his diet habits aren't good. So mm. if they're not trying to intervene already, then there's something clearly wrong there. I just mm. wonder if Zion just doesn't want to do it purely at New Orleans. And if he moves to like the Knicks or someone, it will just sort his shit out. I don't know. But. Possibly, possibly. But I mean, I don't know about you, but if it were me, I'd be taking a page out of that LeBron book. As you said, spend a million dollars a year on your health. Mate, you're making a million dollars. You're making however many millions of dollars, a million dollars is nothing to then spend on yeah. your health. So it's crazy. And like, if, like if you're so caught up in the money, like career longevity should be the main goal, right? Cause you just exactly. earn more and more. So like the blueprint is there for these young guys. I just don't see why they're wasting years of their career. Like Luca mm. every year is an MVP chat, but if you want to play yourself into shape, then you're playing yourself out of that MVP chat as well. Mm. Guys like Joker and that, that show up from game one. And while he might not look the part, like he's clearly capable of, of putting up numbers and doing it. Like mm. you're going to slide down that MVP list pretty quick. If you're taking the first kind of three weeks to ease into things. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to leave on this one because I know how much that you uh, you love Larry Nance Jr. talk. Oh, big. If if Portland blows it up, where do you think the best place is for Larry Nance to to end up? Would you like to see him stay in in Portland, or is there a, is there a team that needs a, a four slash small ball five that you think would just be absolutely perfect for him? I mean, off the dome, I'm catching you off guard. I realize yeah. that, but. Uh, Surely, surely you're up late at night thinking about Larry Nance Jr. Oh, big time. Like, there's plenty of teams that could do with six points, four rebounds, and one assist per game off 19 minutes. Like, if, mm. if there's not teams queuing out the door for that kind of production, then I don't know what's going on. But I, I personally think Portland just move everyone, keep him, and just build around him. Like, he's your new dame. <laughs> um, it's called Nance Time. It's just like big boards everywhere, and it's just huge. Like jerseys selling all over the globe. Yep, that's it. You, your your revenue is going through the roof, and it's all oh. coming to Australia to go to to lock. And then you just say like, come to Portland and play with Larry. Like, how, what's more appealing than that? Who would not want to do that? That is the, that is the best pitch. Zion's not going to the Knicks now. He's going to Portland. <laughs> He's playing with Larry. Yeah, well, forget forget LeBron's I'm coming to Miami speech. This would be yeah. way bigger. Like, <laughs> they'd all be queuing up to, to say I'm coming to Larry. So No longer going to be... South Beach. I'm going northwest. I'm going where the <laughs> weed is. Going to Larry. Going, going to Larry. To no, I love that. I love that. I do think that um, he would fit in probably like like a sun system or yeah. so, or somewhere, somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, or... Even I mean I think it'd even be interesting in this Wizards team. Like if you ran out there with um with Kuzma and Larry, you know, just get another Laker reject in there. Um, it 
the the ability to space the floor. Uh, he's also just a better version of Markeith Morris. Like, I mean, we we joke about the six four and 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 one, but his per thirty six numbers look pretty good. Oh, you get him, you get him into a system that's going to allow him to hit a few corner threes, and you could be, you could convince me that he's a more dynamic player than John Collins. Like, and 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 they play the exact same role, the exact same role. So, I, I do I do really think that. If they are gonna, if they are gonna play around with a couple of trades now that Neil O'Shea's gone, um, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the Eastern Conference, like it, a couple of years ago, everybody needed a dynamic, you know, um, five that could stretch the floor. I think we're coming back around to that because we've got such it's such a guard heavy league. You need that extra guy, you know, the PJ Tuckers that can hit the corner three, the uh, the Carmelo Anthony's that are now in the twilight of their career that can hit the corner three. You need a couple of those guys that on possessions will then give you fifteen points per game. Like you see what Jay Crowder's doing in Phoenix. It it would be really good to see him in in a situation like that. And then and then just taking off on a couple of guys, catching a few bodies where you can. Um, it would be it'd be fun to see. I mean, Charlotte they need a bit of they need a bit of big presence as well. He could be a small ball five there. He could he could go and help out Mason Plumley. Um, yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see in in one of these teams that that do require a five. I think. I like that. I like that Wizards Lakers reject chat. And mm. While mm. I do take the piss, Larry can definitely play. So. I th- uh, it would be cool to see him in a team like that where where it's all just dudes that are hungry and fighting. I yeah. Think, and I think, like you said, it's all coming around full circle again now. So mm. that, that Suns take, man, that would be crazy because that roster would just get even stronger. Bro, that would be that would be sick. And I don't think it would take much to get Larry either. Uh, it, and, so. and 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 the dude's on a the dude's on a decent contract as well. So if you put him into into a system, you could I reckon you could put him on any of the top eight squads in either conference and he would thrive. Yeah, um, one of those players as well, like in a good team, looks amazing. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, free Larry Nance. Let's start it. Let's start start the hashtag, free Larry Nance. Um, get it going viral. Get get it going viral. We'll get it over there on Sealy Talk Sport. We'll get it definitely out on uh, on Fifth and Dribble as well. And let's, let's get Larry Nance out of Portland because that man, he deserves somewhere where he's going to win. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. For sure. I, I hope to see a statue in, in Portland before he goes. Yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Well, as I said, mate, thank you for joining us today. It was a lot of fun. Um, I know, especially with that Larry Nance Jr. talk, Lachlan's going to be, he's going to be smiling from uh, from ear to ear. Um, but yeah, tell, tell the people what's going on. I mean, obviously they can find you at Silly Talk Sport, but what else, what else is happening for you, my friend? Oh, mainly just, yeah, trying to blast out the content and just keep things rolling, trying to keep up with you guys. You know, you've got the, got the hot NBA content at the moment. We're Ooh. loving it. So, uh, Don't know about uh, that, but we appreciate the kind words. It's been good. I appreciate jumping on. I always enjoy the yarns. So we'll have to do it again before the season's over, another revision. Definitely. I'm thinking, I'm thinking all-star break. We'll, yep. uh, we'll blow it up. We'll we'll see how our uh, all-star predictions went as well. Yes, yes. And, uh, and we'll go from there, all right? Yeah, a bit of rugby league chat as well as the, yes. the great game draws closer. Yes, good. the great game is coming back. It is coming back. Um, all right. Well, thank you again very much to Benny Boy from Sealy Talk Sport. Guys, you know where to find us, at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram, at Fifth and Dribble on Twitter. And Lachlan's not here, so I'll say it for you. You can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. We love to hear those. We had the first one inducted into the Hall of Fame the other day. If you have another really good one, you might get there. Lachlan's not here. I can say whatever I want. You might get there. All right? Perfect. Let's do it. All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and we will see you in the next one. Catch you later.